I know it's probably been a minute since any of us have been to any type of theater production where you were able to be in a room full of people and everything is dark and your focus is drawn in towards the stage. My favorite points in any type of theater are when that spotlight just hits on one person, whether they're singing or they're doing their monologue. And it's like as an audience, we are just like, you are just drawn in to focus on what that beam is showing. As I watched NCAA college football yesterday, there might be some sad hearts in here. There's some happy hearts. I had this, oh my gosh, the spotlight. It was like this huge net to watch this god of NCAA football, right? And it got me thinking about how in my life it is so easy at certain points to do this onto career. Troubled child. Marriage. All the, we make these little spotlights on certain things. And what we want to do this morning, we hope you have been able to already sense, is that we want you to spotlight in on your relationship with Jesus. Where in your relationship with Jesus is the light kind of distracted? Where does it need to hone in? And where might God be guiding you? To help us with that, we're going to do this really cool ancient type of reading. It's called Lectio Divina, and it just means a, a divine word, a holy word. And I've got some church members who have agreed to read this scripture, and I'm going to give you some prompts. And I know it's not going to be a typical sermon Sunday morning, but I know that the word of God is more powerful than anything that, that I could say. And I pray that the light that is within each of you that it will be illumined and that you will hear something in the reading of this word. After they read it, I'll give you some prompts. So I just want you to, to go ahead and prepare as we hear this reading. Let me pray. Gracious and loving God, I pray that the words read would be yours. The words heard would be yours. And the way that we respond would be yours. Pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Our reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 35 to 43. As he approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was happening. He told them, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he shouted even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, 
your faith has saved you. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, praised God. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. As you heard the scripture read and as you look at it up on the screen, I want you to take a moment and consider what word jumped out to you and think on that word for a moment. Would anybody like to share their word that jumped out at them? Faith. Loudly. Let. Mercy. Grace. Received. Glorify. See. As we prepare to hear the word read a second time, I want you to really close your eyes, put yourself into the story, and see where are you in this story. As he approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Those who were in front sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, praised God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be, Thanks to, God. be to God. I'd like for you to share a phrase this time that stuck with you. Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Ordered him to be quiet. Have mercy on me. What do you want me to do for you? And all the people praised God. Jesus stood still. Hmm. The one that stuck out to me was by the roadside begging. We're going to read it a third time. 
And again, consider what the scripture might be speaking to you directly and how you might need to respond. A blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard a crowd go by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Then he shouted, Jesus, son, son of David, mercy on me. Those who were in front sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he shouted even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and ordered the man to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Immediately, he regained his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, praised God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want you to grab your candles that Kyle had us use for our prayer of confession time. And on the outsides of it, I want you to consider what might God want to shed some light into you so that you can see it in a new way? Where might we have been dark lately and need some new sight? To consider that and write down what this scripture might be saying to you right now. As we continue to kind of make this response tangible, and I want to invite each of you, Paul is going to play some music for us on the piano, and I want to invite each of you to come forward, and as you light a candle from one of the Christ candles in front of us, I want you to make that commitment. Where is it that you need to bring the light of Christ in your life right now or in the, light of, in the life of this world? Is there an, a commitment you need to renew in your own faith? Is there, is there a commitment you need to renew to Jesus today? Is there a place that you have been wanting to reprioritize and you have been wanting to make that a public statement? This will be the opportunity for you to come forward, light the candle, make that profession to God in silence and return to your seat. As we prepare for our time of prayer, it is with great sadness that I tell you about the passing of Flo Macklin. She passed peacefully at 8.30 this morning with her daughter and grandson by her side. And I will just be, keep in mind the postings this week about when that service will be to celebrate her life, a true light in this world. 
Let us come before God with prayer. I want to invite you to begin your prayer with your hands in your lap and your palms facing up. And there will be a time for you to be able to speak out loud the people and places that are on your heart. So just listen for those promptings. Let us pray. Light of the world, you have come here. The darkness will never overcome you. But God, it sometimes feels like so much of the darkness is pressing in. We ask that the light is that, that is within each of us, that is your spirit, and your presence that pervades all throughout this world, that we might see it, O oh God. My prayer for, for this specific community of faith, all those in worship right now, is that we would be re-energized. As Kyle said, that, that we would realize that our ability to shed light is not in our own flesh and blood. Our ability is in you, the source, the sustainer, the creator of that light. God, there are people for which we are so very concerned who seem covered in a cloud of darkness, whether because of depression or sickness, whether because of financial difficulty, their marriage is struggling, they have not gotten the answers that they need from the doctor. God, all of these people, we lift to you their names out loud now. Holy God, lift these names to you and the ones that are dear on our hearts. We hold our hands, we bring our hands to our hearts at this time. God, we, we ask that as our hands touch our hearts that we would receive your embrace. That the love that we can so easily speak about to other people that is limitless, that is endless, that is never ending, that each of us might receive it for ourselves right now. Knowing there's absolutely nothing that any of us can do to make you love us any less, and there's nothing any of us can do to make you love us anymore. You love us. Oh, Holy Spirit, may it seep deep into our very bones. We lift our hands up to you again, Lord God, asking desperately for your intervention, especially in places that are war-torn in Afghanistan and Guatemala and Honduras and Venezuela. We lift up to you places where destruction just seems to be another disaster on the Gulf Coast, in New York, in New Jersey. The fires out west, God, we 
We pray for your mercy and we pray for your light to be shown. We cry out to you for things to change. We cry out that each of us might somehow be an instrument of that change. Oh God, not our will but yours be done. Help us to send this light into the world by our very lives, the way we talk to one another, the way we think about one another, and of course, what we do with our hands and our feet, oh God. And in this moment of silence, we ask for your voice to speak in the quiet of our hearts. And now we pray together, we join our minds and our hearts saying the prayer you taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.